Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we'll be hearing original songs and interviews with nationally renowned Arkansas singer-songwriter Aaron Enderlin, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. In our From the Vault segment, my good friend Mark Jones has dusted off a 1978 archival recording of Ozark Originals Jim and Denise Lansford performing the song My Dear Old Southern Home. And author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage contemplates the promise of rain for those whose lives and livelihoods are tied to the land. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. At last year's Arkansas Country Music Awards Fall Festival, which was held right here at the Ozark Folk Center, we heard from a young lady with Arkansas roots who's making quite a name for herself, not only as a gifted songwriter, but also as a talented stage performer. Let's listen to a few songs by Aaron Enderlin, recorded live at the ACM Fall Festival. Be there. 
Thank you. Um, so you're from Arkansas. Tell me about where you grew up uh, here in the natural state. Yeah, I well, I spread myself a little bit all over the middle of the state. I grew up in Little Rock and North Little Rock for a couple of years, then went to Conway for most of my my rearing years yes. and then spent a couple of years in hot springs before I headed over to Nashville. So what were what were the sounds you were hearing in your early years? I would imagine I'm just gonna take a stab, probably a lot of it was uh, maybe family or church music. Was that a lot of the first stuff you were yeah. listening to? You know, my dad's a big music listener too and he listens to he listens to more like Robert Cray, James Taylor, lots of other things he he tried to get me into the Beatles. At Didn't work. Age. Well, he gave me two choices. He gave me a record of the Beatles and a record of the Monkees, and I picked the Monkees. And I think <laughs> he's really? still disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I like a good Chardonnay. I like to kick back.
And then my grandparents listened to a lot of country music. So I grew up listening to my grandpa's record collection and watching TNN and the, and the Opry with my grandma. And I mean, like I was that weird kid that I didn't even like rent kids movies anymore. I was renting like the Patsy Cline biography by the time I was four. And Oh, really? The, that, that early? Yeah. And a collection of like KT Oslin hits. And, um, you know, also, I feel like I grew up around a lot of live music in Arkansas and Conway. I lived just not very far from the courthouse. And pretty much every Sunday, if the weather was nice, they'd have people out there playing just similar to old time yeah. bluegrass. There was even a guy who brought a steel guitar down there a lot of the time, which was amazing. Um, so that's similar to here in Mountain View. Courts, yeah. Court, court Square picking. Which is awesome. Yeah. And it's such a cool way to just take it in as a kid because you're just you're just kind of stuck right in the middle of it. But there's no, like, you don't know any better. There are no boundaries. No one's trying to teach you anything. You're just observing and you're just picking up on things that you like. Yeah.
made of solid stone I wouldn't stay that way for long Cause baby, he cut through me Baby, he cut Dark whiskey cuts through eyes like a train whistle cuts right through a delta night. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I definitely was influenced by a lot of that and then kind of grew into. I remember, which is funny because I actually went on YouTube today to see if they might have that show on there. But I remember when I was four years old watching an episode of Ralph Emery's Nashville Now show and seeing Reba McIntyre on there. And when I saw her, I don't know, I guess for some reason, a lot of the music, I mean, I was only four or so, but a lot of the music I'd listened to were all guys or that's what I knew. And when I saw her singing, I was like, girls do this too. I was like, this is what I need for the rest of my life. <laughs> and it was like over. Yeah. And she was huge then. Yeah. I mean, and of course, she had Little Rock out about that time too. That's which right. Living in Little Rock didn't hurt that the doesn't connection. Hurt. <laughs> um, I, I think it took a long time to realize that that was not about the city I lived in. <laughs> well, and that that says a lot about uh, an artist like Reba McIntyre, who did influence a whole generation of girls. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and there were others before her. Oh I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean. You, you have to mention Dolly Parton. Oh, God. Dolly right? is... In my opinion, Dolly Parton is the best country music performer of all time. Caroline Radcliffe, just 15. Way too young to know what love means. July heat, muscadine wine, and the words he said, they crossed mine. On a
songs don't make a ride but a fire burn in the woods at night she could see the blood soaking up his jeans smell like smoke and gasoline five bullets left and a six-shooter gun she said daddy what have you done forever kind The secret is the tie that binds True love is the forever kind Singer-songwriter Erin Enderlin singing four of her original country songs I Can Be Your Whiskey Whole Another Bottle of Wine Cut Through Me and Caroline We've got lots more of Aaron's evocative songs to come, but after this short break, let's head down to the vault for a visit with the remarkable Mr. Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Once again, it's time to head down to the vault, have a visit with old Mark Jones. I believe he's down there right now. Let's go on down. Hello, Mark. Hi, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. You're looking good today. Well, thank you. You ain't been looking it much. That's <laughs> all I can say. Well, what have you found for me this week? You know, Dave, I run across a recording of some folks that I know that they were friends of yours. I didn't really get to know them as well as I'd like to have, but they were fine musicians. Who's that? Jim and Denise Lanchford. Ah, Jim and Denise. They were fine musicians. You know, that Jim, he would wake up in the morning, put his feet on the floor, and pick up a fiddle and start playing. I never saw anybody play music like him. That guy played all the time, and it showed because he could play any instrument with strings on it. He was just an amazing, great musician, and Denise as well. De Denise has these little hands, and she can make chords on a guitar that I can't even come close to making, all up and down the neck, jazz chords. She's a great guitar player and a fine singer too. So, yeah, I remember Jim and Denise very well. Uh, Jim has passed on. Denise uh, lives up in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and she's actually got a fine band called Mighty Fine Time. They, in fact, they played down here last summer. 
I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. well, Jim was mighty good picker, and uh, so was she. Jim, yep. Good musician. Yeah. Jim played mandolin, fiddle, guitar. It didn't matter. He could play it. Accordion. When I found this, I set it aside, and I said, I know who my friend Dave Smith would like to hear. Absolutely would. What are they playing? Dave, they're playing. In my dear old southern home. Uh-huh. They're probably doing some harmony singing, too, then, I'll bet. I, I think they are. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. All right. Well, here it is. back some memories hearing Jim and Denise Lansford sing and play. He was eating up that mandolin, wasn't he? He sure was. Man, a lot of notes. A lot of good times and a lot of good play. And I did have a lot of good times with them. We used to get together quite often at somebody's house and have a musical late into the night. So yeah. thank you so much for holding that up for me. I appreciate it. All right, Dave. I'll see you next week. Come back and see me now. <laughs> Let's get back to some more original songs written and performed by Aaron Enderlin. Aaron was named a member of the 2018 CMT Next Women of Country, is a recipient of the Arkansas Country Music Awards Songwriter and Album of the Year recognitions, and runner-up to Jason Isbell in the Best Singer-Songwriter field in the Nashville scene's Touchstone Best of Nashville issue. Originally from Conway, Arkansas, she now makes her home in Nashville, Tennessee. of a liquor store to a flashing motel sign I bought a room and did my best to disappear inside took the phone off of the hook and put the sign out on the door open up that bottle 
little porch that was gone. Grabbed an ashtray off the dresser and I lit a cigarette. I turned off the TV, lay down on the bed. Burned one to the filter and I watched the ashes fall. Blue smoke rings at your memory as it danced across the wall till it was gone. I mean, her and Reba both, and Loretta, and Kitty Wells, and I mean, like, the list is never ending. I could go on and on, but there's so many women that you see making the first step, whether or not it's, well, no, why shouldn't I be booked as the headliner on this show? Why shouldn't I be able to take care of my own business? Why shouldn't I be able to pick my own songs? All those little pieces add up. And make opportunities for folks like me. I mean, when I moved to Nashville even 20 years ago, and breaking in as a songwriter, you know, I wasn't just elbow deep in other girls. You know, we found each other and hung on tight. <laughs> and we're like, let's all right, how do we do this? Yeah. Is there still, are you, do you still find yourself swimming against the current a little bit in that regard? I've always been somebody to, I don't know why I always have to do things the hard way, but I'm somebody who swims against any current. I mean, almost, it's like there's a little part of my brain that if somebody tells me something, even if the real part of me is like, that sounds like a good idea, that little part of me is like, well, they told me to do that, so I need to do the opposite of that. 
Well, and in a way that builds your muscles. Yeah. <laughs> to a certain degree going against the current.
So how long have you been in Nashville then? Almost 20 years. Wow, okay. I didn't realize it's been that long. Does it seem that long? It does and it doesn't. It's really crazy. And it was really weird this year. Um, It'll be 20 years next August. So I guess it's like 19 and a half. But this year marked the... I lived actually longer in Nashville than I did in Arkansas, which is really strange. But it was really crazy to think about that. And um, I've had some interesting times over the last year, too, because both of the people and several other people who are really instrumental and early in my career, but the two most influential people who got me my start in the music business in Nashville both passed away this last year. Oh, and that kind of marks time, doesn't it? It does. You know, I don't know. So it's been kind of an emotional year for me, too, and just thinking about all that. And also, you know, been able to put out a new record just recently and been able to play the Grand Ole Opry nine times now and do all these other things that I love so much and looking around me and seeing and just so grateful for the opportunities to still be making music this long after because life doesn't always give you the opportunity to continue to, i mean sometimes it doesn't give you the opportunity to chase your dreams in the first place yeah. but it definitely doesn't always can continue to give you that opportunity and i'm really grateful for that there were daisies in a coffee can sitting by my bed when i Say 
You've been listening to Arkansas native Aaron Enderlin. In that set, we heard Till It's Gone, The Queen of Marina Del Rey, and Ain't It Just Like a Cowboy. It's time for another short break. When we come back, we'll be hearing from historian Charlie Sandage about life in the old-time Ozarks. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Historian, educator, and songwriter Charlie Sandage has spent a lifetime studying the people of the Ozark region, including their relationship with the weather. Here's Charlie. July sometimes brings a sort of crisis for folks around here. It has to do with our heritage as farmers and others whose living depends in some way on a good crop. We don't have many who make it on subsistence farms as in generations past. But today's cash crop growers are just people who rely on gardens for food for both body and soul need some rain in July to ensure that crops that started out so well will make a good run to the finish, especially in late July when you're almost guaranteed hot, dry days that will begin to stretch into August. But there's more to the universal longing for a good rain in late July. If those days come after a stretch of unrelenting sun and no trace of moisture in the air, your spirit may have slipped into weariness and anxiety. And you may have started kicking at dirt just to see if it's powder and watching trees for signs of distress. The helplessness of it all can just take hold. And so, when on some oppressive afternoon, tall, cottony clouds start to spread across an otherwise blank sky, the thought of danger doesn't even cross your mind. Instead, you mostly start to think, maybe, just maybe, something will come of that. Then, after a bit, you notice that the sky has started to darken and the wind has a different feel, 
almost a taste. There's rain on that wind. Thunder begins to unroll itself from somewhere in the distance, and you almost hold your breath. You know to head for some kind of cover if you're outside and quickly, because lightning is, after all, lightning. Finally, it starts. Heavy, scattered drops at first. They make little pockmarks in the dirt or splatter on your windshield or your skin. You smile to yourself. If nobody else is around, you might even laugh out loud. For five or ten minutes, you watch, still anxious, because you've seen this kind of rainfall stop as suddenly as it started. But as the moments pass, and that skim of dust that was settled on creation washes away, and puddles form and ditches fill, you dare to hope this one will last. No longer isolated drops, the rain is everywhere. It is steady, and it is as relentless as the sun was just a short time ago. Even a good half hour of this kind of rain will matter, and an hour of it will bring a kind of resurrection. And if your eight-year-old self who still lurks somewhere inside overcomes your self-controlling, age-accumulated wisdom, you will just step out from under your shelter and walk around for a while. When the rain passes, and it will, as the afternoon cools into evening, the earth, the trees, the crops, and the soul have been washed clean. The air is lighter, it seems, with a freshness that nobody will ever be able to bottle up and sell. Tomorrow may be hot again and dry, but hope will linger. Thanks, Charlie. Let's finish this week's show with a few more originals by Aaron Enderlin. Already a go-to writer for stars, having penned mega-country hits such as Alan Jackson's Monday Morning Church, Leanne Womack's Last Call, Luke Bryan's You Don't Know Jack, and a host of other songs for Randy Travis, Joey Plus Rory, and more, Enderlin continues to add marquee cuts to her catalog, including The Bars Getting Lower, recorded by Reba McIntyre for her upcoming album, Stronger Than Truth. Here's a clever one she wrote, World Without Willie. On the road again, a highway man singing Sunday morning, coming down. Yeah, I don't want to know how it was without a Willie Woodside down.
without a willy So you mentioned two folks that passed away uh, that had a big influence on your career. Who were they? And was it somebody who sort of first heard you singing somewhere and kind of grabbed you and said, you got something? Yeah. Um, Reese Fall was doing a talk at ASCAP, which is a performance rights organization. And I was always just trying to soak up whatever I could. And she was doing a kind of workshop talk on her story and also on artist development, which is where she, what she worked in. And 
you know, said to keep in touch. And she ended up actually coming out to talk. I was going to school at Middle Tennessee State University, and she talked to one of my classes. And the teacher convinced her to let me do another song for her and pretend like we were having a meeting in front of the whole class. And I played her a song called Monday Morning Church that I'd written. And uh, she said, I want you to meet my boss. You want me to meet my, the publisher that I work for. So she took me to meet with Jeff Carlton. And he liked the song so much, he ended up taking money out of his own pocket to record five demos and then started pitching it and um, ended up getting it, cu getting it cut on Alan Jackson and Patty Loveless. And it was a single, and I was able to go straight from college to go straight into writing full-time because of that. And so Reese and him both, it was huge, and they both gave me such amazing direction and also branded me in the town. I learned so much from both of them. Reese actually ended up being my neighbor the last five years, which was really cool. Just an old boom town, ain't got nothing to do now. Except drive out on the back roads, drink Friday nights. We'll keep talking badly, honey, I got a feeling. It's gotta be now or never. It's gotta run for our lives. Run like your lungs are on fire, and the road. Tell me a tune or two uh, that you're uh, going to play tonight uh, that you're just really enjoying playing and why. Yeah, um, well, I just put out a new record on November 1st. 
And so I love it. I, there's a song on there called Run, Baby, Run that I just really love to play. I love the the feel of it and the melody of it. And there's another song on there called Tonight I Don't Give a Damn that I actually got to play it on the on the Opry uh, at the Ryman on the first when the album came out. And it's been a really, really cool song for me. It's already doing really well on Spotify and stuff, which is really cool to, you know, go out and play rooms I've never played before and have people singing along with the song. But another thing is that song, I, when I was, was writing it, I was just thinking in the first line, well, if I was walking into a bar and I felt like this, what song would I put on the jukebox? And I was thinking Gene Watson, Farewell Party. And uh, Gene was actually on the Opry with me on the first, so I got to play it for him there at the Ryman. And I mean, that's crazy. What a neat story. It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> what a neat story. Thank y'all so much. I'm Erin Enderlin. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all been awesome. All Country singer-songwriter Erin Enderlin singing four more of her fine originals. That set started with World Without Willie, followed by These Boots, Run Baby Run, 
and tonight I don't give a damn. You can find out more about Erin Enderlin by checking out her website, and she has some great videos on YouTube as well. And you can always find us at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. This is your host, Dave Smith. Thanks for listening. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.